Welcome to the Eric Geiger Leadership Podcast. So glad that you are with us. We are in the last two episodes on a season about secession. I'm with Ken Bishore, who is my predecessor at Mariner's Church. And this episode, episode seven, is about challenges. We want to be honest and clear that secession, though fruitful and beautiful, and our story has been one marked with God's grace, it doesn't mean that it's not marked without challenges. There are challenges anytime you have leadership, and specifically in secession, there are challenges. There's challenges that the predecessor faces because the predecessor has to wrestle with creating some dissatisfaction with how things are so there can be a new vision for the future, but how do you create dissatisfaction with how things are when you want to honor the past and you want to honor the previous leader? You also wrestle as a, as a successor with wanting to honor the voice of the organization, in my case, the voice of the church, but also find your own voice. How do you find your own voice and still carry the voice of the past so that there's great continuation? And then, of course, the predecessor has challenges. He or she's taken his or her hand off the wheel, and somebody else is driving the car that the leader over a long period of time built. And so we'll talk about that with Kenton. So let's talk about leadership tensions that the successor will face, and then we'll talk about leadership tensions that the predecessor will face. And how about, Kenton, how about we, we start with you? We actually start with the predecessor, <laughs> okay, good. and then you can talk to me about the successor. Okay. So I want to talk about challenges that you have faced. We've been in this four and a half years, and some possible tensions would be, you know, you appreciate me, but you watch me make changes. And right. then you can you can probably speak. I know you can with more right. uh, expertise about the challenges you face. But what's been challenging for you? So, um, in the transition, part of it is in finishing well. You've got to have a sense of it's time. And in time, you have to love what you did. Okay, I got to do what I do. But there also has to be a, a sense in your heart. It's time for a new leader in a new direction. If you don't believe that you're never gonna be able to bless the new thing. So fundamentally, I think I did a lot of work and I think people have to do with the sense of I'm done and I know why my season is done as best I can. And then I think the most important thing age can do is bless. Yeah. And so what I wanted to do is be a person who is a blessing. And so with you, even from the beginning, you know, I gave you a list of things that I thought needed to be changed so that you would feel the permission to change and say, I understand these things need to be changed. Yeah. Talk to you about even why I didn't think I was the guy to go into the future. We talked about technology. I don't like technology. I don't want to do that. And that's part of why you're here. And you'll need to do that. And you were excited to do that. <clears throat> so, hey, can I ask a question? Sure. Because this, for, for someone who's thinking about secession, how much of you giving me that list, you know, some of it was early meetings, but some of it happened over the first couple of months. How much of that was for your own soul right. to release some things? And how much of that was, no, this is what's best for the church for you to attack these things? It, it, yeah, I think in order, it was what's best for me, what's best for Eric, and then what's best for the church. Okay. So, and the reason I put it in that order is it was important for me to be in the stance of in my own heart saying, there are things that are going to have to change, Kenton list the things that you think should change. Okay. I don't even know that I was right because you're the future, mm -hmm. I'm not. So that list was never, I'm so smart, here's what need to change. It was me 
realizing things have to change. And that put me leaning on my toes, leaning forward, going, okay, I know things have to change. Secondly, for your benefit, because then you're hearing from me, hey, Kenton knows things have to change. He's blessing me in that. He wants me to change things. Right. You know, so, you know, you never felt like, oh my gosh, what do I have to do that? And then third, the church was my, you know, yeah, things need to change for the church, but I don't want to be in the place where I think I really believed what I knew for the future. That all had to be in your bailiwick. So, so that's where I started. So I wanted to bless you, wanted to create an environment in which like, okay, things will have to change. I want you to feel comfortable with that. Now, you chose to change certain things. <clears throat> and as you changed things, there were many things that caught me by surprise or hurt me. Whoa, hurt you. Oh, yeah, hurt. And and they should hurt because, you know, I spent 38 years creating things. Yeah. And more than I ever want to admit, it's like, you know, it's like a child. You launch a child. It's like something that you love, something you build. You own it more than you should. Yeah. And, and so there's a part where I've got to take my hands off of it. And, you know, I think I'm ready, but I'm not ready. So I created a discipline of every time I saw something – and it'd be easy. You created a door where I could walk in and talk to you about it. I'd write it down. And I wouldn't talk to you about it. And I created a list of things that I thought I should talk to you about. And what I did was in the writing them down was valuable for me because then I could see them. And then I gave it time. And we were meeting, but I never brought them up. I, you know, the agenda was always, what do you want to talk about? And I didn't bring them up. And what I found out is as I would look at that list, I would think, <clears throat> I do not need to talk to him about that. Huh. I am just so wrong. This is like, you know, wow. get over yourself, Kenton. I so, think, so what I understand is when you do this, when we do, when you want the new guy and the old guy to be around, yeah. I understand the dangers of the old guy. I've heard lots of stories. And the biggest danger is the hurt. I mean, I get it. It's going to hurt. It's going to cause confusion. And if I just say a whisper, it will be screamed. I've heard you say that. And I think that I think that's so right. The, and so I go. So it's like I can't say. I didn't say them to my wife. I didn't say them to my kids. I didn't say them to my friends. I didn't say them to anyone. I wrote them on a piece of paper. And you know, everybody. You know, they want to check and they go, "Oh, you know, Eric's doing this." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I love that." And so I had a lines that I said, even if they caught me on one that I thought. Yeah, even even if they caution stuff on the piece of paper? Yeah, I'd go, yeah. I had a way of saying, you know what? But that was, it's a new day. It's supposed to be a new day. Of course it's going to be different. That's why it was my time and it's time for Eric. So it has to be a new day. So I always talked about it, but I had a way of managing it. And I wrote it down. I never told anyone. And what happened is God worked with me and I wasn't right on any of them. So... You've never told me this before, so this is like raw. <laughs> That's right. This is raw interview. And you'll never know. And every time you go, tell me, I'm telling you, and I'm Four never going to tell after. you. I, I do want to ask, Do you? did you ever think it that I was wanting to hurt you? Because, I mean, like, it hurts me hearing that you were hurt. Like, I never, I had zero desire to hurt, to no, bring I know that. No, hurt I you. don't. No, I just thought, you know, when it first hit, I, I would say there were things that I thought, oh, my gosh. That is just so. Does he not know how important that is? Does he not see that? Is he, he not got, an idiot? No, nah, not an idiot. It's much more. You're bright, so it's like, oh man, can't he see that? Can't you know that? But what the value of writing it down and giving myself time was is that I got perspective huh. because the issue is I believed yeah. it was time for a new day. Right. 
a new direction. I believed all that, and it's critical, and you have to be free. And every time I wrote something down, as I got enough time to look at it, it was me holding on to the past. It just is. So how, yeah. of course it's going to hurt. So anybody goes into this and think there's not going to be massive pains. I can tell you why it doesn't work from my standpoint. You got you to gotta be on your game. You got to be able to manage it in your heart and you got to be ready for hurt. Anybody going into it thinking, oh, there's no hurt. You go, you'd be insane to do that. It has to hurt. It has to. Man, I, I it's going to help people so much the, how honest you are about it. I, let me give the, the flip side of that very one. So... As a leader, you are always thinking, and you, you were the same way. So I had this decision, who do I need to communicate this to? You know, I need to communicate it to my team, to my bosses, the, our directional elders, to shepherding elders, to the church. So, you know, I've, been, I've led a lot of other places and have a track record of, of leading. But this is the first time that I had the new variable of, I need to talk to KB, to Kenton. Yeah. And sometimes the, I, I thought to talk to you because I needed insight. Other times I felt guilty that I missed talking to you, but I didn't think I needed some insight on something because I had a, in my mind, I knew exactly what to do. Um, so really for the challenge for me is when I wasn't confident, probably the communication between us was better because I actually needed some insight and you were a person to get insight from. When I didn't have confidence on a, when I, or when I did have confidence on a decision, I was letting you know to try to honor you more than actually I needed insight. But it's crazy because four and a half years in, I mean, we're recording this on a Thursday, but yesterday we had lunch and I really needed some insight on how to communicate year in giving in light of a new congregation, how would you do it? Would you combine it in one week or two weeks? And you you said I would do it over two weeks, which I completely changed the plan and I'm doing your suggestion, which is full full of wisdom. But in that case, I wanted to talk to you because I needed your insight. Right. As opposed to other times where I just made a leadership decision that I yeah. didn't know would hurt you. And you know? what I would say to that is how you made changes never was and whether or not you communicated to me never was the biggest hurt. Okay. It was, it was that you're new and you're different and you're going a different direction. And as much as that's why I stepped down right. and it's time for a new one, the new and the new direction is going to hurt the old guy because it's different. It's just different. What you do is different than me. And, you know, None of, as I think about, it, none of it was like, "Gee, did you talk to me or not talk to me?" That never hurt me. It just okay. was the idea of the world has to move on, the church has to move on, Good. and different from me. How can that not be, in a certain way, devastating to somebody? Yeah. So that's why you have to be ready for it. And that's why if a guy can't manage it, he shouldn't stay around. And if he doesn't want to manage that, he shouldn't stay around the young guy because the reason why the new guy's there is for a new day to do a new thing. The past, there are things to build on, but those are really fundamental things. They're not, you know, a lot of the stuff, and you just had to change it. And a part of it is the, it is a new day, it's a new way, it has to be that. I love where the church is, and I love how it's moving forward. My, my biggest 
goal was that the church would move forward, yeah. its vision would move forward, not stay the same, not go less than, so right. that I could feel like, oh, I was in the glory days. I wanted the glory days to always be forward, always, you know, whatever it was, the best days are ahead. Well, you've made that true. Well, that hurts on the other, and, and you know, because we're all human. Right. So it hurts that it's moving forward, that you're making it better, and we're taking new ground. It should hurt, and it should be something to celebrate, but it's a both and. So is that by far the biggest challenge, the hurt? Are there other challenges too? So you got hurt as number one. Is it pretty much a list of one, or are there other challenges? Now that's a great question. Um, I, I would say if you put in the hurt that your ego needs, the need to be uh, important, the need to be seen, the, to, hey, remember me and, you know, be sure and honor the history. Yeah. If, if all of that, you just put in the hurt, yeah. but none of it should happen. <laughs> you know, it's right. just like, so, so that's yeah. why I had to manage it. Yeah. It was all in my court. It's something that I had to write down, keep lists. And I love the list that I had because I just would go, oh man, was that stupid? No, I'm so glad I didn't do that. I have a list of I love that I never talked to you about things because right. they all would have been my junk, my stuff saying, you know, here's all of my ego needs. Can you help me? You see what I mean? And that's not what you're here for. So if this is a list of one. And this is, yeah. I mean, this is a huge concept then for a, a future or current predecessor exactly. in, in the succession. I'm assuming then, because you, you have coached a lot of pastors and I know a lot of pastors have called you and talked about secession. With this list of one, this big hurt bucket, is this what is, you think, causing some predecessors to absolutely self-destruct? Every story that I hear yeah. is a story that I hear of is the story of the older guy needing something, wow. his ego needing something, not ready for the church to change, not willing to bless the new guy, not be willing. Nothing happens in straight lines. Nobody. You know, you are a great leader, but everything you have, you've done hasn't been the right thing at every moment. And so you have to go, okay, if this is wrong, I'll be wrong with you. And then when you're right, I'll be right with you. But it's really your story, and I'm joining you in your story. It's not my story. And so the guys that I've seen, and you know the stories. I mean, they're, yes. they're played out in the press. It's the old guy saying something stupid casting dispersion, casting doubt on the new guy. Yes. And it just devastates, but it's always related to an ego need. It's not, whatever the guy said was insane. It's not right. And it goes to the principle you said, even if it's a whisper, it's heard as a shout. That's right. And so, but oftentimes, get it back. successful leaders don't even know how to whisper. No. So if it's, if it's a... <laughs> yeah, because who they're talking to are leaders. And yeah. it's not just me. I mean, the leaders, you know, the elders, all those people, the church has changed for them. Yeah. And so you're generating new leaders and they, they all joined you. But you know what? They understood the past more than they understood the future. If I would be whispering in their ear, they would quickly move to the past oh, because totally. they would want it. So, I mean, it would. I don't talk to any of those leaders except for affirming. I, I told people, and this for sure was true the first couple of years, it, it still could be true. That Kenton has so much authority and power now, more than it doesn't matter what his title is. He could destroy this thing right now. 
Yeah, burn it down. If somebody wants to burn it down, yeah. you can always, what's it take to burn something down? Light a match. Yeah. It isn't a big, you know, it's like insane. But you you had such uh, self-control and restraint. So to the, to the predecessor who doesn't think he or she's going to be hurt, but then has the hurt, how... How do you not bring up that list? What, how, how did that list not consume you? What I tell people is I go, look, at, I have a list. I'm not going to tell you what's on the list. I can tell you the kinds of things that are on the list. Because if I even said to them the thing who on the you, list. Who, who are you having this conversation with? Anybody is a senior pastor. Okay, so, so a, everybody a, in the church. A senior pastor. Nobody in the church, but a senior <laughs> no, pastor. Go, senior pastor in Wyoming. Yeah. I would say, look, at, if you're not ready to... Absorb yeah. the pain, yeah. the hurt. It's going to be different. It needs to be different. You want to bring in a new person. It's time. You know, what does it time mean? It means it's time for you to do something different. So it was time for me to do something. It was time for the church to move forward in some things. You want to bring in the right person. But, you know, it's time. I promise you, you'll be hurt. And they go, what do you mean? You go, well, how can it wouldn't matter what they did, just small changes that would be different. They're yeah. going to do things different than you. They're going to have a different perspective than you. They're going to move differently than you. They're going to say things different than you. They're go everything's just going to be different. If it's got, and, you know, before, senior pastors live in a world where everything is their way, you know, as especially after 38 years. Right. You go, if you're not ready for the pain. Well, yeah, I appreciate it, the transparency. So let's talk about so from your side. Yeah, let's talk about my side. So you did, you know, what were the challenges for you? So I thought about the tension of honoring you. Mm -hmm. And you and I have shared this before so many times. Our church has been really proud, even four and a half years after the, after the transition. Our church is proud of our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons they're proud of our relationship is the people know I love you. Mm -hmm. And the people, they know it's just not words. They can tell mm -hmm. Eric loves Kenton. Eric values, honors Kenton. So that's true. But then you have the leadership principle of to, to cast a vision. A vision is best received when it's solving a problem. Mm -hmm. So, or maximizing an opportunity. Right. So the tension of honoring but how can you honor and cast a vision at the same time? So, you know, my counsel to a leader is when you cast a vision, bridge it to the past, bridge it to the past that you that you were honoring. Instead of you envision, I know some have said, many leaders have said as a solution to a problem, in a succession, you may not want to set vision up that way. And you may want to set it up more as maximizing an opportunity that the past has created. Yeah. So instead of vision being a solution to a problem, vision becomes maximizing an opportunity that we have because of our successful past. So I, I, I spent time reconciling in my head, how was I going to cast vision and be honoring? And that's that's right. how I got there. And you've done a great job with that because it's saying we've always been a church that's this. Yes. And, and being a strong enough leader that you're willing to say, here's who we've always been, because that's a courageous thing. This is who we, now you're... You're the spokesman for the past, and right. you're framing it in a certain way to say, and since that's who we are, this is now our next step yes. and moving forward. I, I, there's, there's a lot of leadership books that will, will say, hey, create dissatisfaction with the status quo. That's like John Cotter, Leading Change book, right? Yeah. It, I mean, it's a famous, famous book, and I think most of the time it's true. But in succession, 
I don't think that's how you want to cast vision. I think you want to cast vision built built on the past with opportunity as opposed to solving Unless you've got a bad story back there. <laughs> if you got yeah, a bad story, but in, in go, this case, hey, this is why this is why I'm yes. here because there's been a problem, and so moving forward. Yeah, if you're a turnaround leader, right. But if you're, uh, or if, if it's just lost motivation, or it's taken some time, or momentum yeah. is lost, so I think that's good. I think another another uh, tension that the successor is going to face is: Do you build your own team oh, uh, yeah. versus uh, right. having the team that was here? And and I chose to go a slow to to believe that you God did. had every single person here, and and He did, and and I'm so thankful for the people who worked. For you for so many years and some worked with me for a couple couple years some longer but i'm grateful for each of them they, 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 we and really I think you did a great job with great that. players but, but that's one of those things that did not hurt me because i thought you honored those people well they had an opportunity to figure it out yep. they've got to you know that's where it's a new day it's a new thing and they were a part of something that's old some of them they're not built to make the change, and they need a new day somewhere else. And I thought you managed all that. And I, and, but I, 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 I that's give you, a huge job. I give you credit for you set an example for them on how to love Mariners in a transition because I think of the the people who were here for two decades who still have a great relationship with our church who mm, are no longer do. on staff, mm-hmm. and they were amazing. They were. They, they, I mean— they were amazing during your tenure. They were amazing during the transition. And they found a new place, and they're amazing there. They're amazing. But they wouldn't yep. be amazing in the new thing and the things you want to do. It it's, doesn't make them bad or good. It's just different. Totally. So what other parts are the secret sauce on your side of making it work? I told you mine in one thing. The whole secret sauce is I think the managing secret, my ego and all the pain. The you know, challenge is no is, is it's a challenge, and... He, Keeping what you you called yourself the old guy. I don't think you're the old guy. I think you were. <laughs> I am the old guy. You were. You were. <laughs> I am old. You, so here's one. I one of the reasons why I could make the list and not live in fear is because of your heart. I believed, you know, the whole part of the what we talked about earlier, making a decision about are you the right person. It was about your heart and Kay's heart and your ego. And you, you uniquely don't have a bunch of ego needs that get in the way of what you're trying to do. So I love that because that was easy then for me to be able to cross things off my list. I think that's a a key thing on your side of the secret sauce. You've got to be a leader that's your ego is not the first thing every time through the door. 100% agree. The reality is it's a challenge, but... If you care most about or first about the health of the church, that's it. So, keeping the old guy around means there will be people who love you way more than they love me. Yeah, and I'm actually extending their love for you by continually giving them you. That's right. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm 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 constantly, uh, you know, presenting you back to the church, right? And right. so. And so, ninety nine percent of the people of, of Mariners Church are they they can live with the the beautiful tension of I love Kent Beachor and I love Eric Geiger. That's right. That's ninety nine percent of the church. Then there's you know there's some some crazy folks, man. There's some jerks yeah. who will be when you preach, 
oh, thank God, finally. Uh, and it's like, why, you know, why, why does it have to be that? You, you could totally celebrate that we love having Kenton and we love having Eric. But, but, so you have to be willing to live with that pain. Right. And so that's a challenge. And so how do you live with that pain? Because way more important, it's not even close, way more important than the pain of that comment is the church being healthy. Right. And part of the church being healthy is, is them seeing you and I have a great relationship. I think that's and, right. And you still have a lot to offer to the church. So it's not only about our relationship. You have a lot to offer the church. So the church benefits from your teaching, from your leadership, from all that. We, you know, we, we still view you as a staff member. I mean, you, we still support you. And so all your coaching of other pastors, we feel like our church is, gets to be, an ex, you're an extension of our church and all that you do. And that's, that's what I want. So I think the secret sauce for you is that your ego doesn't walk through the door. What else is there? I think the vision that you hold, where you want to go. Having a vision that's built on the past. Um, that isn't, isn't a sharp right turn from the past, but is connected to the past. Yeah. It, yet it can be it can be your own as a it leader. Has to be. It can yeah. be this is this is where we're going, but you just can't feel like it's completely disconnected from the past. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I was able to show up with vision, mm-hmm. but the vision was built on the values that were were laid in the foundation that was laid for many many years. So, all right, you've been listening to the Eric Geiger Leadership Podcast. So if you're the predecessor, the challenge is going to be the pain, and a lot pain. of that's going to be related to your. To your ego, the pain and the hurt. If you're the successor, um, the challenge also is going to be your ego, because especially if you keep the the um, predecessor around, they're going to be people people who prefer the predecessor over you. And so, how how do both sides get through the challenge? The church being the most important. The church being the most important. If that is most important, if the bride of Jesus, or if you are a marketplace leader, if the organization is more important than your ego, then you can get through the challenges. Thanks for listening to the Air Geiger Leadership Podcast. 